Welcome to the IoT Podcast Show. I'm your host, Tom White. Today I'm joined by Michael Swartz, the co-founder and managing director of Emotion, a software solutions business in the IIoT sector. Michael, thank you for joining the show today. Well, thank you, Tom. It's a pleasure. You're very welcome. We were, we're pleased to have you on. Uh, Michael, could you talk a little bit about how you got into IoT? I'm, I'm quite curious as to, to how this all started. Yeah, sure. Um, well, you know, uh, when when I basically did my studies back in the early 90s, that was industrial engineering at the University of Karlsruhe. Well, to be honest, the internet did, did not even exist back then. So, um, obviously, um, it was still a long way before IoT started, but I did do a bit of programming even back then, you know, in these antique languages, I guess, COBOL and Pascal and Modula. Don't even know if they still exist. Um, I think they do. I have, they do, yeah. Just so, I, <laughs> so I have a bit of a tech background after all. Um, but I started my career then really in consulting, strategy consulting with Booz Allen Hamilton, working out of Munich and Chicago. So I mostly did, you know, strategy work, restructurings, transformation programs, not the whole lot of IT at all. But then I moved over to Cisco in the, that was 2006, um, where obviously Cisco basically connecting the whole world. My role at Cisco was to help Cisco in working and transforming their most important customers, in my case, uh, the automotive customers in, in Europe. So I was dealing with topics such as uh, the connected car, which is now the autonomous vehicle, I guess. And then also the what Cisco labeled connected manufacturing, which is now, I guess, industry for zero. Yeah. So in that sense, um, early on when I started at Cisco, I obviously had to deal with IoT, even though the term of IoT did not really exist back then. But then, obviously, later on in the in my final years at Cisco, it was all about IoT, or, or Cisco even labeled it IOE, Internet of Everything. Yeah. So that's when it when it all started. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting because a lot of people have been involved in IoT before we called it IoT, before we called it machine to machine, because clearly this is from uh, you know various standards, and and it's and it's so nice to see that different people have come into this world from various backgrounds. Uh, myself, I, ca I came into this from the set-top box industry, so I spent a lot of time working with PVRs and, and, and that whole hardware element of what was then um, uh, linear broadcasting and pay TV, right? So uh, I'm always curious as to how people have, uh, have got into this, uh, this space. Uh, Michael, obviously, you, know, you mentioned you worked at Cisco. Um, We've got a lot of founders on the podcast, a lot of people that have started companies working in scale-up environments. Um, what was your main motivation behind founding your business? Why did you decide to go out and, and do something and carve your own path? Yeah, yeah you know, I mean, it, um, it was a great time I had at Cisco. Um, I spent there more than 10 years in total. Uh, you know, was and probably still is a great company, great colleagues, great work. But towards the end, I kind of had this overall feeling that, um, you know, where is the impact of what I'm doing every day, so to say, in real life? You know, what, what comes out of all these meetings and these discussions and these initiatives, you know, concretely at, at a customer or, or, yeah, in real life? So um, that was the reason why I left corporate in general, and I basically decided to do something on my own, um, be more self-directed and, and entrepreneurial. 
So I did a bit of my own consulting for a while, um, then joined the startup world with, you know, as a mentor, then also as a business angel, um, and then started also founding my own companies, basically, initially in, in smart city environment, and then lately in, in uh, Industry 4.0 or with, with Emotion in IIoT. And the specific reason why IIoT is, when, even when working at Cisco, um, you know, I had this feeling of we can do, we could do many things. And there's these grand visions out there about Industry 4.0 and the smart factory that optimizes itself, you know, constantly on, on its own, basically. But when you look in reality, uh, it's still a long way to go. Yeah, you certainly mm. find pilots here and there. You find a smart machine there. You find some machine learning algorithm deployed there, and you find data lake initiatives and, and goes not God knows what what else. But um, to talk about uh, the implementa implementation of Industry 4.0 at scale, well, there's still a lot of potential, I would say. So that's that was the reason when this opportunity came along for us to to found a company, the company Emotion, and to do something in IIoT. You know, we said, yeah, let's do it. I mean, we 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 try to contribute our piece of the bigger puzzle, uh, so that this whole vision in the end becomes a reality. Yeah, fantastic. And 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 that leads me on really nicely, actually, to uh, Emotion. So, what does Emotion actually do from a high level perspective? Yeah, yeah, sure. I mean, first of all, emotion is a bit of a play of words um, of, you know, embedded an ocean. So we want to bring the, the data buried in the embedded world into an ocean. That's kind of where emotion comes from. And if all goes well, you know, value be, will be created and even emotion might be created. I mean, human emotions might be created out of that. But really what, um, what we are doing is, um, I mean, in a way, a customer that we're working with right now, it's an automotive tier one um, company that, that um, is digitizing their operations. And they basically put this nicely in, in one sentence. They basically said, dear emotion team, what we really need here at our place would be an operating system for all of our factories. Because the guy saying that he's basically the, the responsible for industry for zero and he has to implement all of these concepts. But, you know, where, whenever he touches a plant, you know, he starts from scratch because there's different setups, different protocols, different everything. So in that sense, we want to tackle that problem. And how do we do that? I mean, before I go into the, the solution or our offering per se, first of all, I mean, our mission really, what is our tagline underneath our name is basically, we want to liquefy data. Right. So we want to make data as fluid as a liquid so that they can flow everywhere, you know, from from sensor to sensor, from machine to machine, horizontally, obviously also vertically, from sensor to controller to application to cloud and back down to, to the machine, to the actuator. Um, but it should be as seamless as, as a fluid. That's, you know, our theme of liquefying data. And we do this by bringing together a, or by, by building and, and offering a software platform that is essentially bringing two characteristics together. One is the, the openness of the typical IoT world. So you can plug in any data source, you know, any sensor, any pro protocol from underneath, any application from above, any manufacturing execution system, any ERP, any cloud service, whatever. So the openness of, of the IoT world with 
combine that with the char characteristic of the classic automation world, the machine control world, where you need to have precise timing, precise um, guaranteed, you know, data delivery, mm. so that the action performed by the machine, you know, is secured basically and, and, and will do the job as, as, as uh, defined. Yeah. And our Indigo, that's what we call our software, is basically bringing these two elements together. So with that, we are convinced that Indigo becomes kind of the ultimate bridge between IT and OT. I mean, everybody talks about this convergence of the IT world with the OT world. And our Indigo is the manifestation of that bridge. You know, it, it really brings together those two worlds. And so when customers implement Indigo, they basically can then go after these smart factory or industry for zero concepts and deploy them at scale mm -hmm. because, you know, the, the, they can not only do the analysis on the on the data side, but they can also perform the action directly back to the machine. Mm. That's basically what what we enable. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's truly fantastic, isn't it? And, and, and quite a unique um, solution, isn't it? I mean, it, it, many people doing similar things like this in, in the market? But it's 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 um it's a difficult or or a dangerous statement maybe but but yeah. to be honest we have not really found anything that is really a hundred percent comparable to what we do. Yes, there's competitors or or market participants do, that do similar things. There's a whole lot of IoT solutions, IoT platform solutions that that enable you know the aggregation of data from wherever the source is to do something with the data, you know, analytics, uh, artificial intelligence, machine learning, whatever. Um, but to have the ability to directly go back to the machine and to the actuator to, you know, whatever the insight is that you gain out the data, that you change the parameters at the machine in, in one, in the same, in the same uh, system, in the same layer, basically, that's quite unique. Yeah, we we mm. didn't find any true competitor in that sense that, that has exactly the same offering and and i mean you know w why we can do that is um i mean first of all the the founder team that came together brings together quite a complementary complementary sk skill set um you know our, our cto has done in his life more than 300 machine connectivity projects so i mean he, there's probably hardly any protocol out there that he has not seen in his life. Yeah. Um, so he knows how to connect machines. He has thought for a long time how to, you know, design such a system so that you can be at the same time open on the one end, but also really precise on the other end. And then another uh, colleague who is uh, also my co-founder here at Emotion is basically he has dealt with problems on the shop floor his whole life obviously as a consultant working in you know quality task forces and shop floor troubleshooting and, and stuff like that so he knows the problems of the people running production lines inside out um, and that's that's what we bring together and that's what we are bringing into our indigo software and um, that's why we think we we can be the big enabler for industry for zero at scale yeah yeah fantastic uh, so, so really you know, there's people doing similar things, not quite the same, but it's the talent density that you have in your business, the people that you have in order to create this, the complementary skills, the fact that you have the effect that you can work together and, and synergy within within your team. 
exactly that's that's one thing and, and obviously i mean uh, you know obviously we are not reinventing everything i mean we're using obviously what what has been developed on in, in other fronts um you know um and and we are taking that and combining that well intelligently in a way so for example just to make this concrete i mean we are re relying heavily on on um, on the ethernet stack and the newest edition with you know time sensitive networking um, functions mm -hmm. and 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 um, psptp so precision time protocol functionality so that we can really ensure using ip but still can ensure this precise and deterministic timing of of the classic automation world uh, we are relying on on linux um, real time capabilities you know we don't reinvent that 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 has been there or is now there um, but our secret sauce, so to say, is to to combine that intelligently and and and, and yeah, mix in our our knowledge of how to handle data um, into our, our Indigo, and it's also what we are currently uh, driving forward as a patent um, because we think it or we're convinced that it's it's quite unique. Um, so that this really comes together, and, and that's why we also are not afraid of you know, it's not. It's not rocket science on the one end, but on the other hand, it's also not that easy to copy. You cannot do this within, you know, putting a bunch of programmers together and, and have them yeah. program it in three months or so. That will not work. Yeah, yeah, understood. And, and so the platform is called Indigo for, for people that aren't aware. And, um, you know, where are you with Emotion right now? So, so Indigo is, is, a, is a fairly new platform. You know, where, where can it go in the future? Yeah, so it's it's fairly new. I mean, we only started last year. We basically f started the company really <laughs> with the the emergence of COVID, <laughs> which is a bit interesting itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we founded the company really as a corporation in, in corporation basically in, in June last year. So we're not even a year old. Um, we are now ten people in size, uh, mostly coders, basically uh, engineers, but also some some sales and project guys. Indigo is now available basically as a, um, yeah, you might call it MVP version, so an, an early prototype, so to say, that we can work with selected customers in, in proof of concept settings to prove, you know, basically what we are promising on, on PowerPoint in terms of timing, cycle times, um, you know, this, this deterministic behavior and everything. So that's what what we are currently doing. We are having a pipeline of, of like, two handful of, of customers for these POCs and then the the objective is to have the or the plan is to have Indigo kind of series ready yeah in the second half of this year to to go after real kind of yeah, more large-scale implementations but in order to do so to be honest also we need um, to beef up the team so we are we are currently also running our fundraising campaign um, for our seed round to be concluded in June July um, and with with this uh, capital um, injected then would bring us into the position to really go into the scaling in terms of you know having the software ready and going after the bigger customer installations for for kind of the more serious type of, of, of business and and then obviously we have also you know more mid-term perspective then going into I guess next year um, I mean, we we have ideas and, and plans to to scale this even further out to really develop it it Indigo into a platform. So not only have the well the base functionality of data handling and data abstraction, 
there, but also to offer kind of a marketplace concept in addition to that, so that any of our customers or any third party can in the end offer additional apps, basically, um, you know, that are, that are compatible with Indigo for specific solutions. So it can be, a, you know, a mundane thing such as, as a specific connector that enables um, a certain old protocol to be transformed and, and kind of transmitted into Indigo. But it can also be an app from above in, in terms of an AI intelligence or a predictive module or a, a specific solution for a set of machines that are um, you know, available and, and Indigo equipped. So that's kind of the next evolution of the company that for, we foresee as kind of the third also growth lever um, from project business to a software license business to then this marketplace business as a, as a third step. Yeah. Well, f fantastic, and you know, well done to you, Michael, and the, and the team for, for creating this during such tough times for many businesses. Um, must must have been difficult. I mean, yes and no. I have to say. I mean, it has been difficult in terms of when you're really taking the decision to do it mm. in the middle of COVID. Basically, you know, obviously everybody around us said, "Well, maybe you should wait for." COVID to go away or to have more clarity how things will develop. But we basically said we either do it now or we don't do it in a way. So th that was obviously not an easy decision. When we then started it, to be honest, it was, I mean, of, of course, we had these bumps and these ups and downs as, as in every business and especially in startup business for sure. Um, but in terms of receptance at, uh, and interest also on the customer side, it's amazing. I mean, it's it's even it's even to a level where we can there's no way we can fulfill it you know, we have so many the pipeline is so filled that you know with the current team we we can hardly handle it uh, so it, lo it looks like the, the 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 world is waiting for it to to be ready um, maybe in that sense even COVID helped us a bit in a sense that you know companies had time to do a bit of introspection of their own business where they want to go I mean there was not much to do anyways <laughs> in certain ways so it's my hypothesis anyway that once this COVID goes away and then we have can go back to more normal operations, we would um, hopefully eventually see a real acceleration then, you know, to yeah. people to really say, okay, now we do it. We have now had time to think about it. And it's now really into move into this IoT or IIoT world yeah. for real. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's curious because um, I have several interests in IoT. The podcast is just one of them. Um, I, I, I also provide seed fundings for, for some businesses and I have some businesses I'm, uh, I'm, I'm working with at the moment. Um, and, and I think you're right. I think uh, it's nice to hear that you can start a business during such a difficult time, um, but also take advantage of the fact that um, a lot of investors, perhaps a lot of people who want to put their money somewhere, who need to have, have stopped for a certain period of time. So one would imagine from a fundraising perspective, um, perhaps maybe it is a good time and um, because no one else is doing it at that point. You know, when we talk about talent, obviously we're involved in talent as well. Um, if you're always pulling it off until such a time that there's more confidence and you're just doing it the same as everyone else and so you don't get the lead on that. So, so it's curious that you made that decision to do that and actually quite heartwarming to know that it's been successful, right? Yep. Yeah, no, absolutely. No, actually, the, the talent point is, is a good one. I forgot to mention that one. Also, on that front, 
COVID, I guess, helped us because we, yeah. we, we, you know, usually when you, when we start, we have the company here in Munich when, you know, when you start a company and you look for software engineers in Munich, I mean, you're doomed. Yeah. Right? Because, <laughs> and in, yeah, yeah. I mean, although you have a lot of money, then you can do it, of course, but, um, but we found very good people in, 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 in short, um, on, on short notice, really. Um, I mean, sadly so in a way, because obviously they had let, yeah. been let go somewhere, but, yeah. But lucky for us in that sense, and um, in that sense, I think COVID will also, you know, sh shake up things a bit and, and, and also create opportunities, which we are going after. And yes, I'm, I'm really proud of what we have achieved, you know, despite the circumstances, uh, great kudos also to the team, you know, we pulled together yeah. and, and what we have um, achieved so far is, is amazing. I'm really proud of that. Yeah, good on you. Yeah, I mean, it's it's great to hear, and it's great to have that success story. Um, Michael, just go, just going on to to uh, my next question, I'm I'm curious to know from your point of view, someone that's got a wealth of background in this in this industry, has started a successful company during during the COVID time. Um, what is the biggest challenge and risk, but also the biggest opportunity for I I O T now coming out of this pandemic time? Big question. Take a yeah, moment. Big, to think a about big it. question. <laughs> yes, indeed. Um, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, to my view on IoT or IIoT more specifically is that it's obviously a topic that goes well beyond technology. In a way, it starts with technology, but technology is in some parts even the easiest piece. Yeah. So when you look at what's what's happening with IoT more broadly now. Obviously, it's not only about you know connecting a thing to the internet. Um, I mean, internet of things is what it says. But obviously, you don't do that w without a meaning. Yeah? So you want to create value out of doing that. Um, but when you look at doing that at scale, I mean, of course, yes, there's technology questions. You know, there's uh, a clash of technologies in the sense that IP, the IP world meets field buses, the cloud world meets embedded world. Yeah. That in itself obviously is, is tricky and, and, and creates um, challenges and, 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 and barriers. Uh, but as I said, that's probably the easiest part. The, the more difficult ones are then things like usually a, a, uh, extracting value from IoT businesses is also about changing your business model. And not, not only you know from, from selling your one-time one hardware, piece with a bit of warranty around it you then go into this as a service models um, as, a, as a company and and that transition is probably more difficult than the technology transition you know from field buses to IP because I mean you need to incentivize your sales force differently you need to even change your accounting system God knows what so business model is, is obviously a big one and then the probably probably biggest one uh, in terms of challenges is, is really the the mindset or or also skill set you know that is required for doing so um i mean things like you know even 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 processes such as development processes changing from a waterfall methodology to agile um you know going from incremental um improvement to to real disruptive innovation is 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 really a mind or starts with the mindset and that that is the biggest challenge in my view in terms of established businesses transforming themselves to be able to 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 take the benefits uh, that are represented or presented by by iot 
Um, and then obviously there's things like security and, and data privacy, which we should not neglect. It's a serious one. We should take that seriously. But even that one I see as an opportunity down the road. I mean, you know, this creates opportunities for smart people to create smart solutions to handle security appropriately and to handle data privacy appropriately. Mm. So I, I think we should really see it as an opportunity rather than a barrier that prevents us from going down that, that path. Um, yeah. And and just in terms of, you know, the journey we are in or the, the status we are in, I think when we are still at the beginning, I mean, we are probably at 20 or maybe 30 percent of what what IIoT really means, um, if at all. Yeah. Yes, there has been great progress on the sensing side and still is great progress on the sensing side. There's a lot of progress has been on the cloud side with analytics and AI and everything. In my view, the next wave and the wave we are, we are right now into, and that's also the playing field we are into, is, is basically edge. I think it has to be much more has to happen on the edge side. Yeah. You know, we have to bring down the intelligence to the place of action, basically. Um, you know, we're creating so many data now with these sensors everywhere. I mean, there's certainly no point in shifting everything up in the, into the cloud. Uh, so there needs to be some pre-processing and, and certain intelligence on the ground in the edge to to process and, and to yeah, create action there obviously with an interplay with the cloud i mean for sure it will be a hybrid world but that's basically where i think this whole thing will be going and with emotion i think we are well positioned to you know to push that forward and also to to take benefit out of that yeah it, it's probably worth um having a look at the edge x podcast that we did recently with the autonomy institute when we're talking about edge there's a lot of development with edge and, and i agree with you but some really um fascinating and curious insights there um you mentioned obviously data privacy and security uh, that's something we've spoken a lot about on the podcast show and, and, and after all, if it's not secure, it's not smart, right? Um, which yeah, I think sure. is a, which, which is a really poignant phrase. But um, yeah, Michael, I think, I, think it's, I think it's great what you've done um, and what your team have done. Um, so, so what's the next step? Obviously you're talking about funding and going into growing the business. You know, where do we expect to see you in, in two years time? Two years time, okay, man. Um... I mean, if, if our plan, um, you know, if we can fulfill them, at least to a certain extent, we should be not only 10 people, but around um, in two years time, probably 200 people. Um, wow. We have, uh, I mean, we have um, certain foothold already into out of Europe. I mean, we're a European company, a German company that will also do most of its business for now in, 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 in Europe. But we have a lot of traction, actually, even though we have no real sales representative yet out of Asia, China, right. India even, and also increasingly out of the US. So, you know, in some form we will be globalized, I guess, by, by then. Uh, I don't know yet, you know, where and in, in what size, but but for sure this, this will happen, will happen to, uh, will have to happen quickly. Um, you know, what is also important for us, I mean, obviously IoT, and, and you're probably one of the greatest advocates of that anyways is is, is not a play of one company alone or, or several companies alone it's it's this ecosystem thought yeah. that has to come together and i mean we as as a small emotion we we have also a, a certain kind of partner network around us um, a kind of an association that was created prior to our time that we joined now also officially um but we have obviously plans also to create a a, a real partner network around us um because, I mean, there are things like 
security, there's you know artificial intelligence, there's standardization questions, there's um, um, protocols that we don't want to cover ourselves. Um, that obviously requires other companies to play with us. And um, as such, we, we, we also want to establish this, that ecosystem around us or play a role into an ecosystem that is existing that is not yet decided. But I think in two years' time, we, we, we should be in a position to talk much more about that aspect of the business. Right now, this is only the beginning, um, obviously, um, yeah. given, given where we are with, with our 10, 10 people team. Yeah. yeah. Well, as you say, from small acorns, right? So, uh, you know, this, this, this could grow fantastically well. And, and we'd love to see it. Um, you know, hope, hopefully in a couple of years' time, you get to that point, um, you know, come back on the podcast show and, let, and let's talk about, you know, how you've got to that and what you'll be doing then. But, you know, I, I wish you all the success with Indigo and, and the business. It, it sounds fantastic. And um, thank you so much for coming on to the podcast show today, Michael. Well, thank you, Tom. Thank you and the team. And it uh, has been a pleasure and uh, happy to be back in two years time or even a year's time. Yeah. Okay. Certainly. We'll, uh, we'll do that. Where can people find you? You're on LinkedIn, I assume, on Twitter and things? We're LinkedIn. We're obviously, we have a website. We are on Instagram, Twitter. I'm not sure. I think we are. <laughs> um but we will be uh, so you'll find us i mean uh, okay. just type in emotion but um, you know with with the, the pronunciation of ocean the data, yeah. data ocean then you'll find us well it's a pretty unique name so hopefully people can people can get that but uh, yep. yeah w once again thank you so much michael thank you